0: Uh, earlier in the week, uh, the Star had a story by uh, Ben Stur, who I believe is their, Spur rather, who is their transportation reporter. And it's about how Metrolinx has handed over some card users' info to the police without a warrant. Yesterday, or Monday rather, on the John Oakley show, he had former Privacy Commissioner Ann Kavukian on the show. And she basically put more than a, a few uh, concerns that she has about this on the table and left me asking a few questions of my own as a presto card user. So we're now joined by Anne Marie Aiken from Metrolinx to answer some of those questions. Thanks for being here, Anne Marie. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, I'm gonna play the audio that um had me wondering and asking a few questions. Here's Anne Kavukian basically she's talking about what uh the Presto card uh will uh, basically give people access to. Have a listen.
1: So they're going to know who I am. They're going to be able to know where I go, when I come back, at what time of day, what geographical locations. They'll be able to track my comings and goings. And I am not paying for the Presto card to enable them to track what I'm doing. There's something called purpose specification and use limitation and privacy. It means that I'm going to pay them for the card so that I can use the TTC to come and go freely. That's the reason I'm giving them this information. End of story. They should limit their use of my information for that purpose alone unless they have a court order, a warrant from the police, which authorizes the police to access the information. But they don't. They're saying, oh, well, we will exercise our discretion and give the information to the police. With the exception of exigent circumstances, emergencies, no, you shouldn't be giving my information to the police. I haven't authorized you to do that.
0: All right, uh, Amory Amory Aiken on the line with me from MetroLinks. Amory, do you want to respond to the former privacy commissioner's concerns?
2: Well, we want to assure her that um, we are we think exactly the same way. In one is that uh, out of three million cardholders, we've been requested in the last year twenty six times for information. We granted those requests twelve times, half of them were due to uh, a missing person. So the police uh, were concerned about someone's safety. In those cases, a warrant, you can't get a warrant. Unless there's an open criminal case, they can't get a warrant. So do we not assist the the police in helping someone whose life may be at risk uh, in in those circumstances? No. Safety always trumps it. And uh, we gave the information in that case. Of Of the other six, times that we gave information it's very very limited information we we uh, sometimes asked for a warrant and sometimes we didn't in the cases that we didn't it was something like uh, a bus driver was assaulted uh, and uh, the police wanted to uh, in, uh, make sure that the person that tapped their card before they assaulted is the same person, that sort of thing. So it would be a, a location history. And in in those cases, they've got open files, they've got uh, um, police uh, statements, they had other backup information. So... Um, there are really strict controls in place to ensure we protect uh, people's privacy. So are you
0: saying that Metrolinx has developed a clear policy for their employees to follow?
2: Well, absolutely. And one is our, if the police request information, our employees aren't asked to implement the policy. It goes through lawyers. So lawyers uh, vet the request. And as I said, in 14 of the requests, they they denied it. Uh, they didn 't feel it met the criteria, or they asked for a warrant and the, and then a warrant wasn 't produced so uh, it is a really very strict. Uh, policy and it 's always a balancing act between a person 's right to privacy and safety and security it 's always a balancing act and uh, and that 's something that our lawyers implement every day
0: all right I want to ask you something about as a, as a uh, presto card user, and I know that you know they 're going to be phasing out tokens. Uh, by the end of uh, the year. You know, is there still going to be a cash, cash option by year's end, do you know, with the TTC? Because they're part of uh, the, the whole Presto card thing.
2: Well, I, I can't speak for TTC on how they're going to implement their fares. I know they have a, um, a plan in place, and they don't have specific dates on phasing out the tokens and the tickets. Uh-huh. Um, but they would have to answer whether or not they'd still be using cash. I can speak for our system. Yep. Uh, there are a number of options. We still do use... Um, Uh, tickets, uh, we still use cash options. Okay, so we can still
0: ride uh, with the the tickets and cash options. You're just not going to get a a lower fare. I think you get some discounts if you're using Presto, correct? You
2: get some discounts. And the other thing is I can get a Presto card Mm -hmm. and not Mm -hmm. register it. And 35% to 40% of people don't ever register their cards. If they don't register their cards, it can't be tracked. If you don't
0: register your card as well, though, you can't uh, load it up online, right? You have to go a, you
2: can't load online, but there are machines you can load up. You can put load up in person. There are options you can load up in uh, now Shoppers Drug Marts. So uh, we're, we're increasing the options and increasing the convenience. But you're right. A registered card gives you added benefits.
0: Right. And uh, it's, it's $6 each time, so you lose your card unregistered. You're going to be buying no, a new one, correct?
2: No, you keep the same card and you can... No, but if you lose it. it. Oh, if you lose it, yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. Uh, That answers a few of the questions that I had on that. I'm going to just uh, switch gears here. The TTC has a drug and alcohol testing uh, program right now, a random drug and alcohol uh, testing program that they kicked off last month, and they've found five employees since introducing the test. We are hearing now Metrolinx is, uh, you know, eyeing the idea of following suit. Where are we with that?
2: Well, it's a, interestingly enough, uh, another privacy issue in which you have to balance the, uh, the, the right of an individual's privacy to uh, safety and security. So we have a fitness for duty policy that uh, has all kinds of checks and balances in it. But we are watching what the TTC is dur- uh, doing in respect to random uh, testing. We do some testing now, mm-hmm. uh, depending on the circumstances. What are the
0: circumstances when you'll test?
2: Uh, for example, when there's been an accident, uh, uh, a fender bender, if if a if a staff person, if their supervisor has any concerns about a person, uh, they can uh, uh, they can call the police. They can uh, order tests. There's there's a variety of options that we have. Mm-hmm. They have to undergo very um, intensive medicals uh, in which you, we look at a person's health history and and so forth. So there's a lot of checks and balances. And as a result, we have one of the safest systems in the country. Um, we've had one instance where a, a bus driver was charged with impaired. It was shocking to all of us because it's just not happened before. And the reason that person was identified was because a supervisor did a random check. He showed up at his uh, the station in which he was pulling into what had concerns and called the police
0: right and it's concerning you know when you say that um, as far as the presto card goes and giving uh, police information about uh, you know the comings and goings of of people with presto cards that safety trumps privacy uh, do you think you will take on uh, this idea um, of a safety trumping privacy and move towards the random drug and alcohol testing for your employees
2: It's too early to say at this point, but we certainly are looking to see how it's it's implemented on the TTC because the the law right now is a bit murky in respect to uh, implementing uh, random drug testing. So while it's being examined um, and and tested at the TTC, we're watching that to see if we uh, uh, move towards that direction. Um, But we always have to keep in mind that random testing is just one thing in the respect to the th- the things we look for in fitness for duty, you have to make sure you have a broad assessment uh, in order to catch all of the the difficulties that perhaps could impact a person's ability to uh, uh, operate a heavy uh, machinery with lots of people's lives uh, in the palm of their hands, sure. including their own. Sure. And I'm heading
0: home on the uh, on the links today, so hopefully uh, all all as well. Amory Akins, I I appreciate you joining us this afternoon.
2: You're welcome. Thank you, Kelly.
0: Thanks so much. Anne-Marie Akins is a manager and strategic communications uh, person for MetroLink.